Welcome to another episode of Missing Pieces. This is my weekly audio journal podcast where I talk about what's going on in my life and inside my mind, as scary as that is. And we're just going to go right there, right off the bat. We're going to talk about something that I've been thinking a lot about this past week or two, and that is the concept of oversharing. Something that uh, I probably have more of a tolerance for than many of you out there. Like some of you just leaving an anonymous comment on this video, for example, maybe oversharing for you. But for me, I'm a guy that has been documenting my life online for uh, the last decade plus. So for me, you know, I'm willing to share a lot. And for a lot of people, that willingness to share and be open and be authentic is what is appealing to our channels. They, they like the fact that you can find just a normal person online these days, which I, when I come across somebody like that, I feel the same way. I'm like, oh my gosh, a normal person. You're not trying to flex on me. You're not trying to sell me anything. You're not trying to do anything other than just like documenting your life experience. That's pretty cool. Oh, you have a podcast where you talk about everything. That's even cooler. I love that kind of stuff. They're far and few between. And you know, for me, I'm totally fine with sharing the things that we're doing and what we're up to. That's one thing. But these past few weeks, things have gotten like a little more personal and maybe a little too personal, I feel like, uh, especially considering uh, Cody's podcast that she made with me where we were talking about her mental health and her decision to take a year off of school. You know, that's that's a little personal. And then the other thing that I was getting into the past few weeks as well, like simultaneously, is uh, Clark's education and our potential decision to homeschool him versus have him remain at school. All these things feel very personal and like putting those out to the world, even with my tolerance for sharing, kind of feels like I'm, I'm stretching a little bit too far. And I guess the biggest thing that I think about is the judgment that comes from that. And I, I and you could say like, oh, I, I'm not judging you, Greg. It's all good. I mean, people can judge positively, negatively, but the truth is we all judge, right? If you watch somebody that's sharing their life like we are, you've, you're making judgments. It's just what we do and it's normal. It's natural. And I don't have any animosity towards someone that makes judgments. If I was watching someone's vlog that does the things that we do or shares the things that I share, like on this podcast, I'd certainly be doing the same thing. And I, I've done that. I'm guilty of that. I've judged people that, that have, uh, I've, I followed for many years that have podcasted and, and like the directions that they're going that I'm not really a fan of. And I've judged them in that regard. And just, uh, I feel like when you, um, when you put so much out there, you open yourself up to that. And that's probably what you're thinking right now. You're like, well, Greg, you did this to yourself. And I understand that. But I honestly feel like this willingness to share and my being authentic and sharing exactly who and what we are and what we're into and up to at that given moment, even if it is a little personal, I feel like a lot more good comes from that than bad. Especially when you look at the comments, like people are, are overwhelmingly supportive. You do have a few people, naysayers. I won't go as far as saying haters, but you know, some people are just always going to be against you. And those ones definitely sting a lot worse than the other ones. But regardless of whether you, you interact with content or not, that judgment still happens. And that is kind of in the back of my mind. And it gets me thinking like, well, you know, maybe I should just dial this back a whole lot and make my podcast episodes, just more of a, a rundown as opposed to like, well, here's my deepest, darkest secrets. And here's the things that we're going through. And like, especially when it comes to Cody, she's not nearly as open as I am and would probably prefer me to, to like not post videos at all. Uh, but again, I go back to like, what opportunities has this allotted us? It, it's, it's good to, to share, right? Well, I think there's a way that you can do it uh, without going too far. And I think like we've been going there and like, that's a question that I didn't ask Cody during our interview about her being off 
for a year, taking this year off for a decision to do that uh, specifically. The question that I didn't ask is, why did you wait so long to reveal this? Why did we kind of keep it a secret? And her answer is perfect. Uh, her answer was, it's none of your business. And it's not. It really isn't any of your business. Uh, but a part of me, because I am so open and because we do share everything and I like to be authentic, to me, it feels like if I don't share everything, even the bad stuff, it feels like I'm hiding something or I'm not being that person that I want to be or that you think that I am. And I don't like that. I don't want to have these deep secrets. But again, it really isn't any of your business. Uh, but the thing is, again, there's like you go back and forth in this. Us making that podcast, talking about her situation with her job and how she's feeling overwhelmed and what she's doing for herself to hopefully this year come back a stronger person next year, that probably helped people out there. We may never hear from those people because, again, a lot of people come in, they just consume the thing. They're, they're nosy. People in general are nosy. That's why that episode has a lot more views than uh, just me sitting here talking about my week because people want to know. They're curious. And most people, they'll they'll watch that they'll they'll get their their drama fix or whatever they're looking for and they'll make their judgment and then they'll move on with their life there's nothing more to it than that uh, they're probably hoping it was something a little more dramatic than that which is why i thought it'd be funny to to kick the video off with like a a clickbait thing or have a clickbait uh thumbnail i just couldn't bring myself to do it uh where i was going to say like we're having a baby or getting divorced or something like that uh but i don't know it's just i don't know where i stand like I've always been open, but like, I guess maybe these things compounding along with the Clark education thing and lots of people kind of giving their opinions or their advice, which has been helpful. Like a lot of people have given their advice on their experience in homeschooling and what they think we should do and stuff like that. But like, maybe that's not something I necessarily need to share with the, with the internet. Can we just talk about like games I've been playing, movies I've watched, things like that? I think we can. And I think that's where this episode's going to go next um, because we're now heavily into watching movies. In fact, you can see behind me here, you can see our, our setup. This is our screen. This is, a, I think, a hundred and some inch projector screen. I have a projector up here, uh, which uh, Optima, I think, is the brand, 4K projector. I don't know the exacts. You probably don't care. You're probably more interested in hearing me overshare about things other, other than this. But this is kind of like something that's been going on this week, uh, which I should say this week very much felt like Groundhog Day week before I get into all of this because there's a bunch to talk about there. Uh, this week was like Groundhog Day week for me. The weather is definitely taking uh, a turn for the worse outside. It's definitely a lot cooler. The days are getting shorter. I'm getting like more depressed because of like the, the seasonality of living in Pennsylvania uh, where, where things just like, it's nothing like what it is in the summer. I even find it like when there's a sunny day outside, I tend to be way more productive and way more happy that day and more likely to get things done than I am on days where it's cloudy or rainy or miserable. Like it's even a challenge just for me to like not like not want to just go onto the couch, cover up with a blanket and a pillow and get on my iPad. I would love to do that, but then I have like this drive within me that I want to make things. And I want to be productive and I want to create content and all the things that I do. And that's pretty much what this whole week was. It was me just like editing videos from the past. So I'm like getting caught up on those, which for good reason, because something's coming up shortly, which I won't reveal uh, this week, but maybe next week we'll talk more about it. Uh, and I want to just like chill, but I, I know I need to get things done. So I end up doing that. And this week was like me editing videos and then me like building Lego sets and live streaming that. And like day after day after day was that. So no zero days. I feel like this particular episode is going to be 
probably the most boring thing anyone's watched. I might just ax most of it, just like I've, I'm axing stuff on this channel. And that's going to be kind of a theme in 2023 as I determine the direction and things and where I want to go. That's going to be something that I'm thinking about a lot in the, in the next few weeks. You know, going into January, it's always a time for for fresh beginnings, new starts, and new goals. Um, so this week, you know, I, I got things done. It just wasn't like miraculous. It wasn't uh, incredibly interesting to watch. It wasn't a whole lot of this or that. It was just like head down in the grind, getting things done. And it for me, that's satisfying. Like I'm doing exactly what I love to do. I love making podcasts. I love making videos. I love editing, believe it or not. Uh, I love creating Lego things and seeing the progress on those and interacting with my audience while I'm doing that. It's, it's been fun. It's just, I don't think in terms of a vlog, it creates, uh, it creates something that's, that's overly interesting. But then again, you hear from people that are just down for the ride. You're down to, to see whatever we're sharing, whether it be super personal or whether it just be like, here's the day-to-day stuff, right? Uh, but let's go back to, since you know basically what my week was now, that was my week. Uh, we did something every single night this week, though, that was a lot of fun, and it involves the the TV setup that I have back here, or the projector setup. Uh, I made the decision, I think it might have been like last week, I was like, why don't we watch more movies down here? And I might have talked about this in Missing Pieces. I talk about too many things in too many places to know, so if, if you know this story already, that's fine. Um, I was like, why don't we use the projector setup down there? Like we've got, I've got a lot of money tied up in, in all of this stuff and we've got speakers down here and it's like a movie theater experience without actually going to the movies. We've got all these streaming services with all these movies available. Why don't we use it? So we decided to start doing that and we started watching movies down here and uh, we started doing that every single night. <laughs> and uh, one of the first issues that uh, we realized, which I already knew was an issue before we started, was our our sofa love seat thing down here, which is like a two seater. I got it purposely small because I was worried about the amount of space that kind of goes around it. I wanted to not have a, a couch fill with the entire space. It, it's gotten a lot smaller as Clark's gotten bigger. It used to be Cody and I would sit on both sides and Clark would just be squeezed in the middle. All good. But now it's like, you know, he's a little bigger. It'd be nice if we all had like our own cushion, you know, the, the true luxury of life, having your own cushion to sit on and then to have a recliner and like head support and have it go back and really like finish the experience off because we have everything but that. So this week, Cody and I went to the furniture place and we went looking around. I guess that'll be interesting in the vlog, going furniture shopping. It's all coming back to me now, as uh, Celine Dion once said. Um, there are, There will be some fun stuff in there now that I think about it. It just, I guess after that, it just kind of felt like the grind. Uh, but we went furniture shopping. We found a, a sofa or couch that we really liked, uh, but the material we didn't like so much. And the guy was like, we can get in any material you want. I was like, black leather, can we do that? And of course they can. So uh, in 10 to 12 weeks, it's going to take to get this thing. Uh, we'll have a proper couch down here that we can enjoy movies on. And it's like one of those things now that I look forward to every night. In fact, uh, usually watching our living room, after we watch something down here, we went up to watch something up there and I'm like, oh, it's too small. You know, you're like squinting, trying to see the TV and you don't have the audio experience where it sounds like things are happening in different parts of the room around you. It's it's really awesome and it's cool to have that and I want to take advantage of it. So I feel like that will help us do that. Uh, so I have to wait for it. But until then, uh, we can continue watching movies down here, just not in the most extreme comfort. Uh, and this, so far this week, and, and I guess in Watch a Tech News, uh, we watched... Uh, a variety of movies, which I'll give my uh, very quick and honest opinion of without like any spoilers. Uh, first one was Jurassic World Dominion. That was on our list for a bit and it just never happened. Like we were going to watch it the one night that we went to parent teacher conferences, but then didn't do it that night. And I saw it was, it was available to rent, particularly on Amazon prime, where it turns out I had a bunch of like, um, 
uh, credits towards a digital purchase. Uh, if you go on Amazon and you order something, you're not in a huge rush for it. They'll sometimes give you like a one or two dollar uh, promotion uh, for for delaying your package. So like, I guess like, focus on other people's stuff. And I had like four bucks on there. So we rented Jurassic World Dominion, which is the newest Jurassic World movie. Uh, it was like a dollar forty nine is all it cost me. Totally worth it for that. Uh, it's a pretty pretty good movie. I won't say that it's anywhere near being my favorite Jurassic Park slash world movie. That, of course, is always going to be the first one. Um, it, but it feels like what these movies feel like these days. And I definitely liked Fallen Kingdom, which was the last one we saw. We saw that in an actual theater. I like that one better. Uh, it really feels like Jurassic World is going the way of the Fast and the Furious, where it started out like, okay, so there's some some uh, street racers robbing these trucks. Great. Uh, and then by like the ninth movie, there's like uh, cars falling out of cargo planes with parachutes and then driving across ice as a submarine shooting at them. And then there's like nukes going off. It, it's kind of going that way. I, and I understand like it's hard to one up yourself every time. Like the first one's fine. It's like, okay, the there's this park with dinosaurs and then there's a, can I spoil a 1993 movie? Is that okay? You know, the, the, the power gets shut down and there's people in the, inside there that are like tourists essentially. And they're trying to survive. Now it's getting like really out there. Sort of not quite to the extent of fast and furious, but I just, I kept thinking about that during the movie. I'm just like, okay, this is like, there, there's, there's like clones and that's, which is, I guess what all, all dinosaurs are technically somewhat anyways. Um, not my favorite Jurassic world movie um i don't know i'd have to do like i'd have to go back and watch like the the older newish ones the ones before jurassic world like jurassic park 2 and 3 what is it the lost world i'd have to go back and watch those to see where my tier list ranks but this one's probably a little bit lower on there i wouldn't rush out to watch it unless you're a huge enthusiast of of uh, dinosaurs which clark man he said his favorite actors in the movie you know they've got the old school actors like goldblum's in here and the original guy like alan grant is in there uh and of course owen also known as mario also known as um what's his real name star lord yeah that's his real name <laughs> he said his favorite actor chris pratt his favorite actor was baby blue the dinosaur and the dinosaur that looks like Wolverine because he has these claws. Those are his favorite actors in the movie. So there you go. That's all you have to do to win over the kids' support, just like the reason Clark loves Mandalorian. You got the cute little something or other, like a Grogu, for example, that you infiltrate into it. And then that becomes the thing that draws the kids in. You need that thing. And that's where another show that we're watching this week, outside of the world of movies, Andor. That's where Andor is failing Clark, man. We started watching that uh, first episode. I was pretty much like, nope, that sucked because it just ends abruptly. It's like watching the first 15 minutes of like a two hour movie and then just shutting it off like mid sentence. And you're just like, well, what what happened? But I think they they believe that you're going to run through these episodes and binge them, which we kind of did. And as we got through it and we're on the fourth episode now, it's pretty darn good. Like it's really good stuff and I'm really enjoying it. So we're continuing on through that. But again, there's no like draw for Clark in that. It's more of just like a, a gritty, more adult Star Wars without the cute little Grogu and uh, Mando who who loves Grogu and has like the soft side for him. Uh, it's, it's, it's not quite that. So he's more or less like out on Andor, but we're in one thing that he was in on was another movie that we watched this week. That was Clark's choice. He pretty much chooses any movie that has a cute animal on the cover of it on Netflix. Uh, so we ended up watching Charlotte's web, 
which is the story of a spider and a pig that kind of looks like Babe from the movie Babe. And I didn't really watch too much of that. I was kind of just like, I was on my phone while, while we had that on the, the screen down here. Uh, I'll have to get Clark Man's writing on that, but I'm sure, I'm sure he enjoyed it. Uh, he also, uh, we watched, um, we almost watched Christmas on Mistletoe Farm, but, uh, which was also a movie with a cute animal on it. But I looked at the reviews and people are saying it's like the worst movie they've ever seen in their entire lives. So I steered him away from that. We did watch something else though, uh, that this isn't a movie, but a special, the guardians of the galaxy holiday special or Christmas special. Uh, that was really good. Uh, especially you'll, you'll love it. If you love Drax, who is my favorite Marvel character, especially in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's just so hilarious. He plays a big role in this, as does Mantis. Uh, and Kevin Bacon plays a role in it, too. And it was so good. The only thing that I would say, if, you, if you're a family man or woman and you got kids, there are like two things in there that you might want to like monitor or watch out for. Uh, there's a drinking scene where they like drinking is kind of glorified. I'm okay with that. But then there's a there's a little swearing at the very end. Um, so, you know, it's I, I guess it's Guardians have always been like more of a gritty thing, not quite and or gritty, but more of an adult thing. Uh, but they got to know that kids are watching too. And uh, I didn't think those two things were overly appropriate and probably could have been like kind of cut for the most part, honestly. Uh, but it was a great story and. Um, I would recommend that one. Next thing we watched, A Christmas Story Christmas. I love Christmas movies, the classic Christmas movies especially. I guess Home Alone, obviously, number one movie of all time. Elf, absolute garbage. If you're an Elf fan, you need to just unsub, leave, be gone with you. I'm kidding, of course. I haven't really watched Elf, but I know uh, some peeps in my Discord are like giant fanboys, and uh, we, we, we kind of go back and forth a little bit. Um, Christmas Story right up there. They marathon it all day on Christmas. If you've never seen it before, you can just put it on at some point. You'll watch it 20 times in the same day. Uh, they made a kind of, they made a, a sequel to it about 10 years ago. I think that I was never brave enough to watch cause it looks so bad and cringy, but we may end up watching it. Uh, we ended up watching a Christmas story Christmas, which is a brand new follow-up where Ralphie, who is the, the, the kid who's going to shoot his eye out with the red rider BB gun. He's now an adult. And he's trying to have a Christmas for his family after his father passes away. They go out to visit his mother. And it's kind of like going back into the, the old hood. And all of the old characters and cast have come back. And it's really great. Other than his mom. Um, I, I don't know if she's still with us or not. But apparently the dad had passed away. Turns out he was born in 1920 or something like that. So when they made the original movie, he was already like in his 60s. I was I was kind of shocked by that. But... It was a good movie. It was like one of the the rare instances where they take something from your childhood and they don't ruin it. Like the last year I watched the new Home Alone, which is like Home Alone 5 or whatever. Absolute garbage. Like it was the worst. Although my favorite part of the movie was, this is Home Alone, the, la the one from last year. I think it's like Home Alone 5. It was the one where the kid who who's incredibly obnoxious, he does a Diet Coke and Mentos prank or trick on the the people that are trying to get into the house and Clark was losing his mind laughing at that like so hard and him laughing like belly laughing at it made the movie for me but or everything other than that the movie sucked this one though 
A Christmas Story Christmas, if you love the original Christmas Story, which is the story of Ralphie wanting the Red Rider BB gun and going to great lengths to, to, to hope that he gets it for Christmas from his family, uh, this one I think you'll end up liking. Even though he kind of seems a little bit too old for the rule, like he's, I think the guy's like in his 50s and he's got kids that are like 10 years old in the movie. So he looks, you know, it kind of looks like he could probably be their grandfather as opposed to their uh, their actual dad. It's still good. And I'll give it the the missing pieces, Greg's World recommendation Greg's World Podcast recommendation uh, to watch it if you're a fan. Uh, anything else that we watched? I think that clears my list. We're going to watch, this could be like the greatest mistake of all time, and we'll have already made it by the time you watch this, but we're going to watch the uh, the, the live-action Pinocchio movie. I saw like a, a trailer for it, and Cody mentioned it, and I feel like it's cursed and it's going to be terrible, but I like my morbid curiosity uh, kind of wants me to uh, to experience this. So we're going to watch the, the new Pinocchio <laughs> Uh, and and regret it later. I'll report back about how that is. Um, my realization of the week. I, I'm like creating things here. I've realized like we've got Watch Tech, we got Game Attacked. Uh, speaking of Game Attacked, I think the game that I'm going to be getting into next. I've got a combination of two that I'm like debating on. And I mentioned uh, Jurassic World. I could play a Jurassic World game. I mentioned Farming Simulator, and it turns out that there's a few peeps that watch my channel, at least in the Lego space that they're really into it and they play it with their kid. And I was like, oh man, we should probably do that. But I also want to, I've been watching some like Fallout content and I kind of want to play Fallout New Vegas. Fallout 3 was my favorite game for PlayStation 3. And I was like, man, it'd be really cool to go through like a game like that or Skyrim. Something that it's like, you know, I've been playing these arcade games, chasing high scores, but I want something to, to kind of like counter that where it's like a long thing with like mobile parts where I play through for like a very long time. It's like, um, it's like having, um, some potato chips and like things are really salty in your mouth. So then you go crack an ice cold Coca-Cola and you drink that. It's like, you need something to balance that a little bit. And both things are like incredibly bad for you. I don't think gaming is necessarily, I think it's good uh, in moderation, just like all things. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where the gaming is. I didn't do much gaming outside of that. Clark's been playing studio like crazy, which is like a digital Lego designer. And I've been playing with my Atari, uh, Couchcade thing trying to get high scores and getting like really into playing these old Atari games. In fact, I watched this live stream of this guy just playing Atari 2600 and it's like these games are so good still today. I know they're like so simple and the sound kind of sucks, but like the simplicity of it in the gameplay is, can can conquer time and I love that. But um yeah, back to oh, other gaming news, not video gaming, but gaming in general. Clark and I are back to playing chess again. I was in the office and I saw our chessboard there. I'm like, we haven't played chess in a while. So I got the board out and we've been playing a game every night and Clark is getting pretty good at it. And it's been a lot of fun kind of playing with him. And then like, you know, if I see something for him, I'll, I'll call it out and I'll be like, Hey, so what happens if you don't move that guy or where he's, where is he in danger? So I'm not like playing him competitively to like dunk on him. I'm doing it in a way to, um, to help him learn and to identify where things are happening and stuff. But it's been, it's been great. And to see him pick that game up so quickly and be able to understand it and know the moves to make and to see things sometimes like that, that I didn't even see, like there was one moment where I thought the game was over. I thought he was done for, but he's like, no, I can move here. I can do this. And I'm like, like, oh, and that's just like, it's crazy when, when like moments like that happen. So we've been, that's our gaming this week. We were gaming in the world of chess. We put, what I do is I put some Christmas music on my phone and then we play chess and it's just like, it's like a real nice experience. It's it like, that's going to be like a memory for me. 
and I, I want to like retain that as much as I can. So there's the world of gaming. Uh, back to my realization of the week. I'm just going to keep creating um, various checkpoints here on my outline, and then I can fill them in each week with like things that happen. Unless you really want to get personal, because I'm sure we'll talk about it in a minute. Let's talk about the realization. Roxy just got her medication adjusted on her allergy meds. She's having some issues. She takes an allergy med and she takes uh, one for like kind of like arthritis to make her make her feel good, I guess. I don't know if it works or not. She doesn't complain when she's uh, when she's um, like arthritic. You know, they just, they just exist. But the vet recommended it. And I was like, you know, she's our bear and she definitely has arthritis. Let's give it to her and we'll just hope for the best. Uh, the problem is these two meds are kind of expensive. And I did the math on it this this week. And I realized that we're spending about $200 a month in Roxy Bear medications. Uh, I'm not saying that because I'm upset about it. I'm certainly not. That dog has brought so much joy to my life and has been such a big part of our life that I'm, I'm so grateful to still have her. And I, if I could pay $200 a month for the rest of my life to keep her here, I would do that. I'd pay more. I'd pay whatever it takes. But um, I just say this as a warning to you if you're, you know, you just saw a a little puppy that at the SPCA that you're thinking about getting, or you see a little kitten, do it. First of all, you won't regret it, but no, like in the long run, after this pet starts getting a little bit older, there's a good chance that they might run into problems and it's going to be very expensive. So I was thinking with our next animal, uh, maybe getting like some pet insurance. If you can do that, I'm sure we couldn't do it now where we're like, well, yeah, she has tons of preexisting conditions. Let's get that pet insurance. Cause maybe it would be way cheaper, but man, it seems kind of crazy that it would cost $200 a month for two pills per day or two and a half pills per day of whatever meds. It's, I, I think they, they know like they got you, you know? But man, if that was human medication, probably $20,000. <laughs> With our health system, at least. Um, so yeah, $200 a month for Roxy Bear. Totally worth it. I, w- I, would, I would keep paying it. It's just, it's a lot of money. I'm, I'm just, I'm glad we have the funds to do that. Cause you think about like a normal family that's just out there. You got a couple kids, you got, you know, mother, father working. And then you're trying to put food on the table with money going or the price of everything going up. And then all of a sudden your dog needs $200 a month of meds. That's a lot to ask in some cases. So I'm thankful that, uh, that you're watching this video or you're listening to this. Although if you're listening to this, I don't get paid anything. If you're watching this, I really don't get paid anything anyway, but I don't care. They do this for fun. This is my thing. Um, so that's my realization of the week. My rabbit hole of the week is one that Clark and I went down our YouTube rabbit hole, I should say. Uh, it's this guy, and you probably know him. I'm sure many of you, if you're listening to this, depending on the demographic, maybe, maybe, uh, Colin Furse, I think is how you say his name. He is this crazy uh, engineer, inventor type dude, never heard of him or seen him before, but he has this series where he is building an underground tunnel that goes from his shed to his house and also to this other underground bunker that he made. And he's been re- working on this for about four years now, apparently. And I've been, we binged like all the videos. We're almost up to the newest one, which was just released not too long ago, but uh, he's been working on developing this tunnel and digging in. It's just like the most wacky thing and like so pointless, but also very fascinating how he is like digging under his house and he's pouring concrete in there. He's putting metal. He's like welding all these, this framing up and then putting like metal sheets over it. And I'm just thinking like this massive cost that he's incurring. And then I think like all the logistics of it, like how much, how much money is it going to cost? What happens if you ever move? Like someone goes to like live in your house and they see like this thing on the floor and they open it up and all of a sudden there's this bunker or does the bunker and the underground tunneling, does that raise the value of your house? 
maybe somebody would be willing to pay a premium because now all of a sudden you've got this giant bunker that's down under the ground that you don't have to pay taxes on because the government doesn't know about it, right? Like it's not a part of the square footage of your place, but he has like a theater in there. Like they're playing video games and it's just really cool to watch this and to go through all these videos that have apparently been coming out for years to just find them and to be able to, to like binge them. Whereas like maybe if someone had been watching it for the years, maybe you're that person, you, uh, you wait six months for another video or a year for a video. And I just went through like all of them. So we've got like a few more left until we get caught up. I don't even know if it's done yet. Um, but yeah, he's tunneling. So if you're interested in, uh, ever becoming a miner, or, uh, if you love Minecraft in real life, this is very much up your alley. And Clark and I are just like, thrilled with it we're just we watch it all the time whenever we get a chance the videos are kind of long too so it's it's a lot of fun and that's kind of where my youtube rabbit hole took us this week if you ever want to go on a youtube rabbit hole and you're like sick of what youtube's serving you at least on ipad and like ios you where it says like all the little topics that you're interested in across the top if you go all the way to the side of that if like if you scroll over there's a topic that says new to you and if you click that, YouTube will give you like a whole fresh thing where it's kind of like your interest, but it's not exactly what you've been watching because YouTube gets really good at that. Like if you watch a video about baseball, for example, your entire for you section or whatever YouTube calls it suggested, it's going to be like baseball, 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 baseball. All it takes sometimes is like one video and they're like, okay, this is your new thing. This is all you're going to get into from now on. And I find that kind of annoying. Uh, so sometimes going to the the new to you. It's like getting a new deck of cards kind of. And I found like new people to subscribe to and stuff from that. And it's like almost the only way that I can watch YouTube anymore. Cause they're just, they're not serving me well. I don't think. So watch Colin first. F I R Z E, I think is what it is. Or F U R Z E look up underground tunnel. He's probably going to be the, the only guy that has a, like all his videos are going to be in the top recommended, I think. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that's about it for this week. Again. Um, sharing, oversharing. I love to do it. I love to share what I'm up to, what I'm into. Uh, I don't know what it is. I guess maybe it's like the, the bringing Cody into it and having her like, I don't, I don't want to say like feel compelled to share what's up with her, but it really did like feel like we need to at least say something like what's going on. And then for her to put herself out like that. And like, I, again, she got a ton of support on that video and she went in and like replied to everybody, which I thought was pretty cool. But you still can't help but feel like there's some judgment that's probably happening out there, you know, even if it's not said. And that just, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. And then the whole schooling thing and you got people judging on that. Maybe I just, it was too much at once for me. I still want to share my life. I love putting myself out there. I love documenting my days and the things I'm up to and sharing like something positive, I think, with the world, trying to like inspire people in some way to, to like do something with their life that they're passionate about. I think if there's anything, my videos display, it's, it's a guy that just really loves life and what he's up to and what he's doing is maybe like get that onto you somehow. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm, I'm just going to see how I feel. We'll just, we'll just let it go. I'm going to keep doing the podcast, of course, talking about the things I'm into or up to. Uh, I just, I just need to stray away from the real, like, the real personal stuff, I think, at least for now, you know, I still like putting it out there though. It's, it's, it's a battle. It is. Let me know what you think about it. Uh, again, I'm probably going to get a lot of the, well, Greg, this is what happens when you put your life on YouTube. This is, what do you expect? I know I did it to myself, but again, I would, I would do it again. If I could go back, the only thing that I would change about my YouTube journey is I would have started it five years sooner. 
and I would have bailed out of the soul-sucking job that I had way sooner, followed my my passion and for, for what I'm doing here, and I would have got to the place that I want that I really like felt called to get to way sooner than I did. That's the only thing that I would change. Everything else, I'm so happy to have it out there. I'm so happy to have things documented. I'm happy to inspire other people, if at all possible. At the very least, I'm happy to entertain you, which is, I think, at a minimum, that is probably what's happened with most people. So on that, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if there's anything that you would like me to co- to cover in next episode or any uh, any comments, questions, anything like that, uh, throw them out there and we'll, we'll bring back listener feedback next week. So on that, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, we'll see you in the next episode.